Welcome to the Women's Wellness Psychiatry Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Anna Glazer, MD, a reproductive and integrative psychiatrist here to help you make sense of the complex world of women's mental health. If your goal is to improve your emotional well-being, find fulfillment, and feel like your best self, you're in the right place. Welcome, my listener friends. Before we dive into today's topic, I wanted to share an announcement for an invaluable free event that's coming up, the Maternal Mental Health Summit. Did you know that one in five women will experience postpartum depression or another maternal mental health disorder? Many of these new moms suffer in silence, alone, and unaware of available services and support. And May is Maternal Mental Health Disorder Awareness Month, which is symbolized by the blue dot. On May 6th, I'm excited to announce that myself and a number of other clinicians are bringing you a panel of women physician experts discussing current maternal mental health issues and concerns. So if you're expecting you're a new mom, you know a new mom, or just thinking about becoming a mom, this presentation is for you. The goal for us is to share information, raise awareness, and support you as you embark on the journey of motherhood. Some of the topics that we'll talk about will include preparing for the transition to motherhood, societal expectations and how to overcome them, support and belonging, preparing your mindset and mindfulness, and much, much more. So to join, join the Facebook group. You can search for that as Maternal Mental Health Summit, and I'll include a link to that in the show notes page. There you can sign up. Of course, please share it with a friend and follow along to learn tips and receive information, ask questions, and register for some really awesome giveaways, including some one-on-one coaching packages, postpartum apparel, and much, much more. Today's topic is also going to be on maternal mental health awareness. And so many patients come to me and say, I wish I had known. For example, patients who might be having their second child and they're coming to me and saying they wish they had known about what postpartum challenges could be with their first child. And certainly others in my personal life who meet me and learn about what I do and say the same thing. So the goal here is to raise awareness so that it's not a question of, I wish I had known. So in light of Maternal Mental Health Awareness Month, today's podcast is going to focus on helping you recognize some of the common challenges that many women experience postpartum. And a key point I want to make is that you don't need to have any kind of official diagnosis to benefit from support and seeking help. I see so many patients in my psychiatric clinic who don't meet any official medical diagnosis, but benefit from support and therapy and other non-medication types of interventions. So just this past week, for example, I had one woman, one new patient that I met, and she was struggling with some emotional challenges and fatigue. And one of the things that we discussed really was her protein intake and nutrition as a way of improving the fatigue. And then another new patient this week was a woman who'd had a pretty traumatic birth experience. And so we discussed using therapy to help her process that experience and to heal. And it can be really helpful for women to hear about normal experiences. I saw one woman this past week as well who was postpartum. She was just about seven or eight days postpartum, and she was feeling a lot of overwhelm and tearfulness. And we didn't start any medicine or start her into any kind of intensive therapy. We really just focused on making sure she was getting enough support and had the help that she needed to prioritize her sleep and self-care. So you don't necessarily need a diagnosis of 
postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety in order to get help. You also don't need a diagnosis of, for example, postpartum OCD. There's so many women who are experiencing really common things like the baby blues postpartum, which is a sense of overwhelm and tearfulness. And it's characterized by irritability and anxiety and oftentimes related to the sleep deprivation and all of the hormonal changes that are taking place postpartum. For another example, a lot of parents postpartum experience intrusive thoughts. And most of the time these are fleeting, but they can be very scary. It doesn't mean that you have postpartum OCD necessarily, but they can be very challenging and anxiety provoking and getting help and support is really invaluable. So the key point is that you don't need a particular medical or psychiatric or mental health diagnosis to benefit from support and getting help. Everyone benefits from seeking support and self-care because of a number of common challenges. One important thing to note, of course, which I'm sure you all recognize, is that asking for help and support is not easy. There's a number of core beliefs and societal expectations that might need to be overcome. Common one is, I should be able to do this all. And whenever I hear that one, I do like to sort of inquire with the mom that I'm talking to, well, why? Why should you be able to do all of this? And, and what is this? And where do the shoulds come from? Who hasn't struggled with the shoulds? Notice those shoulds and instead see if you can think about what you would like to be doing or what you want to do rather than what you should be able to do. Let's go over some of those most common challenges that happen postpartum. One of the ones I hear a lot about is loneliness. And this is something that's actually gotten harder in the pandemic in part because a lot of women are trying to stay safe with a newborn or while pregnant, and others around them may have even kind of forgotten that COVID exists. So trying to stay safe in a pandemic can be very challenging and can lead to a sense of loneliness when you're trying to protect yourself and your family. Another common one is sleep deprivation. When you're sleep deprived, everything is harder. And simple decisions can become monumentous. Third is breastfeeding difficulty. And the difference between expectation for breastfeeding and what ends up happening. And I would encourage you to go back to episode eight where I talk about breastfeeding and its impact on mood and mental health postpartum. Fourth is challenges with body image and weight loss. And this is a topic unto itself, which we'll dive into in the future. And the reason I say it's a topic unto itself is that there's so much there for us to discuss in terms of how to manage body image and weight postpartum. In fact, because it's such a broad topic, I actually created an entire eight-week postpartum body image mindset program for women called Radiance, which really dives into the psychology and the physiology of postpartum body image, fitness, and mindset. And I'll include a link to that in the show notes page if you're interested in learning more about it. Number five is overwhelm. I feel overwhelmed is probably the sentence that I hear the most of all of my patients. Number six is navigating a new identity within yourself, whether it's your first time as a mother, whether it's your identity as a second time or third time mother. The identity of yourself in family dynamics. For example, how do the family dynamics change 
between you and an older child when a new baby comes into the mix. Navigating your new identity within your family as well. What is the change in your relationship with your own parents, for example, or with your spouse? And navigating potentially a new identity between yourself and professionally. What does it mean when you're taking a potential leave of absence or when you're choosing to step away from your work for a period of time? What does that mean for your new identity? So there's a lot of transitions there. And these are some of the most common challenges. Loneliness, sleep deprivation, breastfeeding challenges, body image issues, overwhelm, and navigating a new identity. And of course, this is not an all-inclusive list. There's many other common challenges. These are some of the ones I hear the most from women in my clinic. And one of the things that I really like to encourage is support, asking for help. Not an easy thing to do. There's many different ways to get support. And I would consider support basically in three types of categories. The first is casual support, support that you might get from friends. Maybe you have friends that you're texting with who are in a similar stage of life. Maybe these are online friends and communities through social media. Maybe these are friends and acquaintances that you meet locally in your neighborhood, whether it's at the park or the local mommy and me groups. A lot of support that way. The second type of support is more formal, but led by a peer, a peer support group. Oftentimes you can find these kinds of local support groups Well, it used to be that you could find them at the local mom store bulletin board. I think these days you're much more likely to find them online. It might be a lactation group or a doula care. And then the third type is formal and led by a clinician. So these would be formal maternal mental health support groups that are really led by a trained psychotherapist or psychologist. It could be a mindfulness group. And there's often specific therapeutic goals for these groups. And I think that This entire range of group support is so, so essential in the postpartum period. My recommendation is first, the awareness piece, recognizing that struggling during pregnancy, postpartum, and through the transition to motherhood is common, and there's a lot of common challenges. Recognizing those challenges, and then number two, feeling like you have the power to ask for help and to get the support that you need from the people around you. And if you're not able to find it from the people around you, well, then let's expand your circle. Let's see if we can find support for you in groups in other ways as well. Take a moment to take a look at the show notes page to get the link for the Maternal Mental Health Awareness Summit. I would love to see you there and certainly share this information with those who would benefit. Thanks for joining me for this week's episode. As you know, my goal is to share with you the most helpful information that moves you towards emotional well-being. If you have suggestions or questions, I'd love to hear those. And I also always appreciate a rating that will help others find this valuable content. I'm looking forward to connecting with you again next week. Please note that while I am a clinical doctor, this podcast is not a substitute for nor should be taken as medical advice. No specific health advice is being given on this podcast and no physician-client relationship is created by you listening to this podcast. All information provided on this podcast is for informational purposes only.